0: Hola, hola, que tal? It's Isu Scott, a.k.a. The Time Scheduler. Um, And welcome to what's going to be, I hope, one of many, but it's the first case study week where we're just going to look at a project or a film um, or a company for the full five days. And this week we've been blessed with London-based production company Familia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we've just got some amazing chats for you. So... I'm going to double out in the intro one of the director's shout-outs, which is POC, P-O-C-C, and I'm going to read this. But it was founded in 2018 as a small WhatsApp group, which has now grown to a community of culture created by people of color to help people of color positively change their experience within the creative industries. Um, So it's an amazing shout. So go to wearepoc.com. And now let's get started. Let's get started. So ladies and gents, we haven't delved much into this department, so I've decided we're going to go f- getting some people on and do some stuff. And the woman that we have today, one of the first jobs I ever met her, she drove her car into a ditch. And from that moment, on, I was like, I'm going to love you. This is, we're going to be friends. Um, so I'm going to stop because I love, I love just giving the floor straight to the people. What is your name and what is the role that you do? Oh, have you frozen? <laughs> have you frozen? <laughs> oh my God. yes
1: what an so intro <laughs>
0: right, here we go so take two intro you've already heard it so what is your name and what do you do
1: <laughs> hi i'm robin rowan and i'm a hairstylist and makeup artist
0: Okay, and what does does being a a makeup artist and a hairstylist mean to you?
1: So from a really young age, I was just obsessed. I always wanted to do people's hair. I always wanted to do makeovers all the time. Just such a strong passion for everything that was beauty and making people feel good. So yeah, I'm really lucky actually that I could make my early passion a livelihood and a full-time job
0: amazing and and having having that kind of i guess early love for it did your parents push you into it or they're like no become an accountant or an engineer and you know
1: no not at all i mean i was totally let free to sort of get on with it and it was never a worry of oh but maybe you should do this or do something else or what if you can't earn any money like there was none of that conversation um i just sort of was left to go and do it
0: so what did that mean where did you go did you go to a uni or a college or a, did you get a degree in it or how does it work
1: so i actually don't know if you knew this about me but i used to live in spain <laughs> oh i did not
0: yeah but there was yeah, learning espanol no
1: i can't speak spanish at all
0: <laughs> oh okay <laughs>
1: Anyway, there was this tiny little beauty school. Um, like, small, very unglamorous, like, not very chic. Um, but this little beauty school I was desperate to go to. And I was only about 14 or 15. And I sort of said, like, you know, do you think I could go here and learn beauty? Um so, yeah, I started going at the weekends, started learning. Oh, amazing. I then obviously came back to London, I think I was about 17, and continued studying beauty. The course sort of pushed me to start working in um, a salon because it was, you needed experience, work experience to pass the course. So, um, yeah, pretty much started working straight away from okay. 17, 18 in salons.
0: So what was the what was the process of kind of going from Shampoo Girl to HOD, you know, hairstylist, makeup on a, on content and commercials?
1: So to be honest, I don't really remember how it all happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is going to be a great chat. Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, obviously I remember it's just been such a whirlwind of going from Shampoo Girl to then working on like epic shoots. Um, yeah, yeah. In yeah, film sets—it's mad, really, because I think it's such a fast-paced industry. You don't really get a minute to be like, "Wait, wait, wait. like, how? What's going on? How do I get here? What am I doing? Like, what's ha- what's been going on the past seven years? Um, time's just gone so quickly." Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, I s- started properly getting into the industry when uh, I worked in a salon called Taylor Taylor. Love you guys. (laughs) Go
0: out, Taylor Taylor. Free haircuts.
1: Hello. (laughs) But, yeah, everyone was... Everyone in there, all the stylists, they were so cool, and I was just mesmerised by them and what they did. Like, they would work in the salon part-time, but then they also... They were all session stylists, so they would go out and they would do London Fashion Week and magazine shoots. Um, And I was just hooked basically i was obsessed and i wanted to be a part of it because i hadn't really seen that before in my experience of being in a salon and stuff i hadn't seen anyone you know going on shoots um Mm. i was instantly hooked and i was like yep i want to be involved in this i'm into it i want i want to do this this is this is fun and something different and i like this side of this whole new world that i hadn't seen before Um, So I basically just started showing interest to the guys that worked in there and saying, you know, if you want an assistant, I'm more than happy to come on and help you. I'll take a day off and I'll come on set with you and stuff. And people would take me out onto shoots with them as their assistant. And I just, I got obsessed, basically. And I just wanted to, I wanted this to be my full-time job. And I wanted to be like them. And my new goal was that Okay, I don't want to just work in a salon. Like, this is a whole new world that I've been opened up to. Like, I want to now design a shoot and, you know, be the head of hair and makeup on a shoot. Like, this is amazing.
0: So what, what did you do? Did you just start hitting people up and going, let me be your assistant on a shoot, let me come out with you? How do you get from a shop to a set?
1: Well it's funny really because I was so young and so junior obviously didn't have mortgage to think about or bills and stuff so I was more than happy to go out and assist people and do it for free and I remember going on the weekends and I would do shoots with them maybe not getting paid much or anything at all if, if that but I was just happy to be there and be on set so I mean, before I knew it, I was being passed around to all these different people, like amazing, incredible session stylists and makeup artists that... Yeah, yeah. I was just so inspired and so like, wow, this is this is so much fun and I can't believe this is a job and you can get paid to do this. My assisting work became so, so regular that I sort of stopped being in the salon as much, really, or at all. I just... I could full-time do
0: this amazing now i'm going to ask like your advice to the next generation but as you're talking the one thing that i'd kind of want to ask is how do you like you know for for that next generation that are coming up and they're like oh god what do i need like what kind of how do you build up your gear because you listen you know the amount of times you know you turn up and i'm there and i'm just carrying like suitcases full of stuff out do you are you just buying stuff slowly 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 or how do you how do they build up enough gear to be able to then go and design
1: so i would say i'm definitely not one of these makeup artists that have like 200 things of everything and like bounds and bounds of stuff um i mean especially when you're starting off assisting like you really don't need much only need basics and Sometimes assistants will text me before shoot, like, oh, what do I need? And I'm like, literally just bring basics. Like, you can use my kit. Mm -hmm. One thing I would say is having a good set of skincare on you so that you can prep actors and models and stuff. You can prep their skin before, you know, who you're working for, the makeup artist you're working for um, has, like, a nice clean base to go off if they... Because, you know, it's you don't get much time in the mornings and stuff to do... To get people ready, so if your assistant is there getting everyone prepped, then you can do their makeup and then it's sort of like a nice cycle. Having a few different shades and colours of stuff in your palettes and you can learn how to mix colours together and sort of learning how to be resourceful with what you've got. Sometimes you might not have purple eyeshadow, but if you mix so-and-so together, you can make that or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's... Kind of being resourceful is more than anything, and also, you just don't want to be carrying around a shed load of stuff because it's heavy and it's bad for your back. <laughs> I mean, also, again, as an assistant, I never had a car, so <laughs> I didn't really learn to drive until I was a bit older, and that was a couple of years before that ditch in- incident. <laughs> <laughs> We laugh, but that could have been serious. Like that, could have, like that could have been Oh, honestly, that was so bad. I was so stressed. <laughs> oh God, I and know. I was already like five minutes late. And i just driven into a bloody ditch. I <laughs> just didn't know what to do. I just I remember I just grabbed my bag, my kit, and I just ran down the road to the trailer just to make sure that I was at work.
0: I'm parking oh, it there. Dude. That's where I'm leaving it for the day. <laughs>
1: um but yeah I mean my kit has definitely evolved during the past seven eight years I mean I've gone through hundreds and hundreds of suitcases trying out different ones which one's the most easiest to carry and like trying to organize where to put things finding what's right for me you know now I mean especially after Covid I've had time to think about my kit and reevaluate it so i have such a condensed kit now with all everything's all organized and everything's got a place and i don't have tons and tons of stuff just sitting there that i'm having to drag around i've got my own branding on it all my stickers i have robin all over it um yes it's very swish but you know you learn as you work more and you you figure out what you really need and what you like using and you get there in the end, of you learn how to, what you like and what you don't like and what you need and what's a waste of time bringing around and different shoots mean that you can take different stuff. So
0: nice.
1: also another good thing I used to do and still really do now is bulk buying. Like if you go in with, I used to go in with my friend who's a makeup artist and I still do now, bulk buy stuff decant it and share it out it means that you're not spending a shed load of money and everything's fresh and yeah 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 things don't go off as quickly it's you've got to keep it all up to date and it is Mm -hmm. it is hard yeah
0: yeah 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 you've got to keep on top of it and it's something that's always being used and it goes down you've got to refit it and goes down it's like a camera you know you switch it up you switch it on you put it back in its box yeah so what advice what advice have you got for the next generation coming up
1: So one thing is just to always believe in yourself. I mean, I know that is the most cringe and cliche thing to say, but I do really believe it. Like, sometimes I have to have little pep talks with myself. If I get, you know, a a call from a producer and they're like, hey, Robin, we're doing this job and we need X, Y and Z and this, this and this. And in that split second, you might Mm. doubt yourself and be like, oh, gosh, no, I, I won't be able to do that, that that seems too out of my league but really you have to believe in yourself that you can take on anything that comes your way and take on new challenges and push yourself and say yes and (laughs) figure it out later
0: yeah believe in yourself
1: I know that is honestly so cringe but so so cringe but I do I do believe it
0: love it and I guess you know the thing is is that that question of advice for for the next generation part of the advice is actually just listening to your story you know because they're going to get it you know they might be working in a salon they might be working in a in a mac store in a department store doing you know it's like hearing your story which what was and i don't know if i did ask you but what was that the the change from from shop to 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 set was kind of being bounced around and being used an assistant. But at what point did you suddenly turn around and go, "I'm now HOD"? Did you ever feel like I'm I'm there now, or were you just getting jobs? And it was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll give it a go."
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the transition is so strange because I think you're always wanting to do more and achieve more and get get on bigger jobs and whatever and stuff. But mm. I mean. You can't be too big for your boots. Sometimes, I mean, even now, I still I would still assist people if they were to call me. You know, people, you know, talented people in the industry who have been in the game longer than me. If they were to call me and say, "I need an assistant," do you mind jumping in? I would a hundred percent still do that because I don't think you ever stop learning. And yeah, nice. It's good to it's good to sometimes come away from your. A hod mindset and go work with someone else and see how they do things and you might teach them something and they might teach you something you know you can't always just stick to you can't be selfish really in this industry mm, because it's great. such a such a team effort really i think you gotta just get down and dirty with everything you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> i remind you of that when it's pissing with rain and like the bags have got mud on i'm like you told me, don't forget, get down and day. You can, you want to carry
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I've done my fair share of that. Shooting isn't always glamorous, God. No. Like, you might think going into this, oh, yeah, I want to be a makeup artist, like, in the film industry, that sounds so glamorous, but nine times out of ten, it, it really isn't. Yeah,
0: and I, like the amount of times I turn up and it's like, the, the 90% of the people that work in makeup and hair, I work with a female, but you know, you don't get the chance to, to get all super glammed up and look all fresh. And it's like, you got, you know, it, it it's five o'clock in the morning. You've had like a few hours sleep. You just want to crack on with the day. You sometimes haven't even had a chance to put lipstick on. So it's, it's like, just get cracking. As you say, get down and get day with it. It's, it can be, in front of the camera it could look glamorous but that behind the camera I think is something that, you know, the, the makeup artists of the future that think that it is glamorous. It's good to hear from someone of your your calibre telling them you know, don't, basically don't turn up to work, you know, you're not going to have a chance to look fresh and I wouldn't wear high heels
1: <laughs> No, no no, I mean I go to work dressed like a builder most of the time, you know <laughs> Big boots, small face guys. Hi, Viz. Yeah. Hi, Viz. Big like, helmet on. <laughs> bags and bottles all strapped down to me, weighing me down. It's it's not it's it's not the most glamorous thing. You're not you're not looking glam every day, yeah. and it's funny because I know sometimes I'll go in and. go into the makeup room and start getting on with stuff and people might look at you like, God, you don't look like a makeup artist. Like, have you got makeup on? Like, why are you dressed like a builder? (laughs) Yeah, no. I think (laughs) (laughs) because everyone imagines the makeup artist in the industry to be, like, fully glam, dressed up, done. I mean, I definitely know some makeup artists that will get up especially early to make sure that they do look glam, but... Wow. No, no, no. I need that. To sleep. <laughs> that is not me. I would definitely prefer to have sleep.
0: Yeah. Agreed. I'm with you there. Yeah. Right. So we've had a, we've had a great story coming up. S- like, I didn't know that you were out in Spain. Look at that. It's like we're brethren.
1: <laughs> ah, um, Espanol. <laughs> yeah, spa- uh, the old Espanolio. I mean, I lived in Marbella. It wasn't really Spain.
0: alright <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not really Spain ish spain ish (laughs) um like your story amazing kind of just shows you that you can work your way up and actually you didn't it didn't sound like you went to a top top makeup score you know the three-year course and thing it was like actually you learned whilst you did it um nice little advice back
1: i mean yeah that's another piece of advice really that i'd say like you can just you can learn so much, obviously, from doing like a two year course and reading books and learning online yeah. and stuff. But until you actually get onto set and are put into scenarios that you can't just Google the answer to, you know, yeah. you, you're not they're not going to teach you that at school. You need to you need to experience it.
0: Trying to do a smoky eye at three in the morning under a tent with with an iPhone torch—it's like they're not going to teach you that at school. And just 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 so you know, smoky eye—it's my only phrase I know. So that's the only thing that I can draw. (laughs) (laughs) Smoky eye. Um, So I I guess what I've started asking now is: Have I actually missed a question? If I was a younger you, would there be a question that you would wanted me to ask? That is super important. Have you got something in your notes that or something that you've written down that I didn't touch base on that you want to just kind of finish on before the shout out?
1: No, I don't think so. I think we've covered a lot of what I had <laughs> written down on my notes. Alright. Um, yeah, I mean we've gone we've gone into it. We've gone through the whole whole thing.
0: Wow, well look, I'm <laughs> gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the firm family applause. So now the end of the episode, I always give the floor to the guest. This is your chance to say thank you to someone or something or give a shout out to an organization or just bring to light something that you want you want people to know about. So the floor is yours. You've won the Oscar. This is your speech. Who are you thanking? <laughs>
1: um, I mean, there's so many people to thank. Like... Everyone I've ever worked with, you know, it's such a great community of people um, in the industry. Like, you know, you know, when you see someone's name on a call sheet and you're like, yes, can't wait to see them again. Like, it's such a it's just cute, isn't it? It's like one big family. And I just really love everyone.
0: (laughs) They love you back.
1: Um, Tobes, I would do a big shout out to Tobes.
0: Toby. Future
1: husband. Toby Walsham. (laughs) The big (laughs) T. I know. Well, obviously he's in the industry as well, and he's helped me so much through my career, you know, Mm -hmm. that when I didn't know how to write an invoice or when I didn't know the APA guidelines or what my overtime should be, you know, he's really he's really helped me out a lot. So yeah, big big shout out to Tobes
0: (laughs) well ladies and gents Toby Walsham was part of the familiar uh week uh where we did a case study and he was the um the lovely chap that did the hashtag trending for familiar so go and check that episode out um anyone else you want to give a shout out to before we wrap it up
1: yeah and lastly i would just say thank you years this go for having me it's been great thank you so much
0: so um ladies and gents a next gen episode we're talking you know amazing chat a, a route up for all those people that want to kind of be doing it that want to hear that story share it if you've got um a cousin a, a brother a sister an aunt a summer whoever wants to get into makeup and and styling Let them listen to this. Show them that they don't. That you know that there are different paths in and different routes up. So thank you so much for your time, sis. Um, Go and enjoy the sun. Go and enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, ladies and gents, film family, thank you for listening. Um, Drop a little review in the Apple Podcast. It really, really means the world. And thank you everyone for sending me your messages through this time. You know we're all in. We're all in this little thing together, and we'll all figure it out how we get back to work and, and what's happening so until we meet again in the black island kitchen canteen queue for some sausage beer can and eggs uh, that is a wrap so that was a chat with the king or queen in the game i'll give it a shout at the end so you all know the name it's the film gods podcast the what the film god podcast